Good morning. This is the old Trailblazer broadcast. This is Pastor Albert Pendarvis speaking, inviting you to stay tuned uh, for the next few moments to hear another old-time, old-fashioned gospel message we call the old Trailblazer broadcast. Yes, this is Pastor Albert Pendarvis, the old Trailblazer, bringing you another message from God's Word. And we'd, uh, we've been bringing you a series of studies on Satan, the God of this world. We know that that's not a, a popular doctrine, not a doctrine that's... Uh, not a subject that uh, you hear much about in our modern churches, do you know? Folks have uh, foo-fooed uh, Satan as a living reality. They think he's just some little influence and somebody to scare our children with to make them go to sleep at night. But we're bringing you a series of studies. There's several already have been uh, put out, and we're going to have several more, and we'll have them on our website. Uh, it's www.radiomissions.org. We're studying right now and looking at in our today's study the doctrine of devils or doctrine of demons concerning present-day soul winning. Yes, we've been there for two or three days now. We've come to see John 1.17 says that men now are ever learning but never able to come to the knowledge of the truth. And we're looking at those studies. I hope you've been tuned in with us now. So we want to look uh, uh, again this morning. Look there. It says... Uh, for the time will come when they will not endure sound doctrine, but after their own lust shall heap to themselves teachers having itching ears, and they shall turn away their ears from the truth and shall be, return, shall be turned unto fable. Paul says here that the time will come, and I believe it's here now, when members, church members, professing Christians, uh, professors to be saved will not, those who profess to be saved will not endure sound doctrine. Now, I've seen that firsthand, my friend. When the Lord begins to deal with some individual's heart, truth comes up, gets under their old hide, they turn away. They're, they turn away their ears from the truth. They say, I won't have it. No, they won't have it, and they won't acknowledge it. They'll not be convinced that they're lost. Now, that's the truth, my friend. What is the truth? The truth that man is lost and on his way to hell. They'll not be convinced that they're condemned and on the road to hell. So they'll argue, well, I'm a good woman. I've took care of my family, my husband, my children. I'm a loyal church member. I pay all my debts. I treat my fellow man civilly, and therefore I'm saved. They'll sit and argue themselves into hell because they'll not have the truth. Now, is that your condition this morning? Then they'll turn on the messenger or the preacher. They will. Folks will turn on us, turn to a teacher having itching ears for comfort, did you ever see someone uh, leave out of church and say, well, where did so-and-so go? Oh, they went down the road here to where they can be comforted in their sin. Well, that's a, running after a teacher. They're, they're like a uh, teacher having itching ears. That's right. Did you ever see an old hog sit down and, and scratch behind their ear? That's the way folks do. When I was on the farm out there as a country boy, old, old Sal would uh, kind of sit down on her haunches and take her back foot and scratch behind her ear. They say she had to, some kind of scurvy or something. But listen, 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 my friend. That's exactly what this scripture means. The individual who will not have the truth, who will not acknowledge that he or she is lost, will turn to some unsaved teacher or preacher and uh, whom the Lord, uh, the Apostle Paul likens to a wallowing sow. That's right. We had a family one time here before the pastor died. And uh, got up and left out because of being offended. And I said something to him about it. And he said, well, if they won't have the truth here, they won't have it anywhere. That's right, my friend. If you won't have the truth here under the old Trailblazers broadcast, you won't have it anywhere. No, you'll go off where they preach error. Listen, that gives the unsaved preacher comfort because it confirms him in his rejection of the truth. 
And then it uh, gives the awakened sinner comfort because it confirms him into thinking that he's already saved. They shall turn their ear from the truth and shall be turned unto fables. You know what a fable is? A fable just a half-truth. Folks will just accept a half-truth. They preached and accepted the remission of sins, made an intellectual acceptance of Christ, and the teacher with an itching ear has comforted and awakened that individual and uh, comforted him that he saves, now saved, when he has never come to the knowledge of the truth, and that is that he's a lost sinner and never will be saved until he comes to the knowledge of the truth. The individual who gets saved loves the truth. 2 Thessalonians 2.10 says, And with all deceivableness of unrighteousness in them that perish, because they receive not the love of the truth that they might be saved. Now, every individual who gets saved loves the truth. And I found this one thing in my ministry, in the ministry of others, the late Pastor Shelton, I have found this one truth to be so. The individual who comes to know the Lord under my preaching will always love me for being true to his soul. No, he won't turn on me like a vicious a pit bull. No, he won't turn on the pastor. He won't turn on anyone who's been true to his soul. Now, my friend, you can, you can drive a peg, a peg down there and hold it. That's the truth. That's a gospel truth. The, a, a sinner who comes to know the Lord loves that one to, who, to whom he uh, who was true to his soul. Now, that's right, my friend. He's, he's, he'll never turn on him. Listen now, the individual who is ever learning, never able to come to the knowledge truth of the truth, and that is that they're lost, never knows. He never, he never, he, he never knows the truth. Listen, the very moment the Holy Spirit awakens a lost sinner, he will either come to hate the truth or come to love it. Now, I've seen folks where the truth come, went home to their heart in a measure. They got up and stomped out of the church, slammed the back door, and said, I'll never go back. Now, I've seen some been brought back. I've seen others who have never come back. They say that that, that uh, preacher said, he'll, he'll not get my money. They return it off to us. Satan will give them a little edge. Well, my friend, I don't want your money. The Lord doesn't need your money. The Lord doesn't need you. You know, all he has to do for you to go to hell is leave you alone. Just withdraw the Spirit's work from you. You can join the church, join anything you want to. Be say, be baptized, be christened, be whatever, be uh, sprinkled. It doesn't matter. Listen, my friend, you can join every uh, ungodly club there is, uh, fraternal orders, but that's not salvation. But listen, the very moment that the Holy Spirit awakens that sinner, he'll either come to hate the truth or love it. This determines whether he'll ever get saved. Now, let me ask you folks. Here at our radio missions, here in our local assembly here, do you love the truth? Have you, do you love the truth? When the Lord deals with your heart, do you, do you love it? Listen now, it determines whether you'll ever get saved. Because John 3.20 says, For everyone that loveth evil hateth the light. Neither cometh to the light, lest his deeds should be reproved. Every individual who hates the truth has a rotten spot in his life. And he doesn't want that, want to give it up, my friend. Now, I come across those whom I put my finger on a rotten spot in their life. They get mad and they run off. That's right. That's right. That's the reason some of these unsaved religionists won't have my message. They they don't want to come clean and come clear with that old rotten living. Therefore, to justify themselves, they try to get rid of me, get me off of the radio, shut up, shut my mouth up. Listen, and the mouth of every other God called spirit-filled messenger. That's right. 
But listen, they can't get to God, so they take it out on his messenger. That's exactly right. I wish you'd think about that. If they could, they would take God off the throne. To further justify themselves in their state of rebellion and hatred of the truth, they will exchange the truth for a lie. Now let me stand here and preach the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ to your heart that Christ died for sinners. Let the Holy Spirit begin to lay bare your heart, show you your wicked heart, your unsaved condition. and You be all stirred up, stirred out of your boots and embarrassed. Then instead of coming clean and coming clear with the Lord, you will find some lie on the ministry, on the pastor, on someone in the, fir- in the church here. And you say you begin to peddle that lie and say you've been abused. And you do that to justify your own self in your lost, unsaved condition. Instead of taking the truth and believing that you're lost, crying to God for mercy that he might save you, for Christ's sake, no. You take the truth and exchange it for a lie. Instead of believing the truth of your salvation that I'm preaching here, that you may know the Lord, you'll set set the truth aside and believe some damnable lie on me or someone here in the church so that you can justify yourself. Well, I ain't going back down there no more. This so and that and so and this and all that. They set aside the truth. Now, my friend, and then you'll roll that lie over in your, under your tongue until you believe it. Then God will give you up. You'll be like old Ephraim. He said, let him alone. He joined to his idol. God will give you up, leave you in that lie, my friend, and you'll go to hell without warning. Now, my friend, where do you stand this morning? Have you ever been awakened to the fact that you're a lost sinner? Have you ever come to know and acknowledge it and turn to the Lord for salvation? If you haven't, you're lost and going on out into eternity lost. Now, I'm bringing a, a message in our Sunday hour, to Sunday worship hour, uh, this coming Sunday, on the work of the Holy Spirit. Do you know what the work of the Holy Spirit is? It's to awaken a poor sinner, my friend. That's right. It's to awaken a poor sinner to the fact that he's lost. You, if you're not saved, if you haven't been born again, you're walking around lost. You're walking around lost, my friend. You may be a church member. You may be a preacher. You may be a deacon or a piano player, a choir leader. It doesn't matter. If you've never been awakened to your lost condition, you're lost. Now, that's the truth, my friend. I can't compromise with, your, with, the, with the Lord's word. I can't, I can't soft-pedal God's word. If you never come to know the Lord, you're lost. You're not, you're not almost saved. No, you lost. And listen, you can do as you please. I told a group the other night, one of our missions, you can go on. You can go on. You can go on in your life. Spend your, spend your life on the pleasures of this life, on the sin, lustful of, the lust of this life. It doesn't have to be gross sin. It doesn't have to be uh, those, those things, horrendous sin. No, you can just drift along with the tide. You can be... Uh, a big church worker, you can give your money to the Lord's work or to some work, but if you never come to know the Lord, could I just ask you this morning, are you, are you saved? Do you know the Lord? Do you have the living, is Christ a living reality to your heart, or you just have an imaginary salvation? You, do you just imagine some of our folks here at Radio Mission, some of them just imagine they've been here a long time associated with this work through two or three generations. Well, they just assume that they're, uh, now that they're old and white-headed and stoop-shouldered, well, that everybody looks up to them for being sainted, my friend. Sin doesn't, gri- sin doesn't die with old age, even if it has gray whiskers. 
even if it has gray hair. Sin has to be paid for. Sin has to be repented of. Sin has to be put aside by the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ. Now, my friend, the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit, that's his work. Not the demon spirit. The demon don't want you awakened. The demons want you to, to lay there asleep in Satan's lap while he rocks you to sleep gently back and forward. Rock, rock-a-bye baby. We used to sing that little song, rock-a-bye baby in the treetop. When the wind blows, a cradle will rock. Well, that's what Satan does to his, his own. He's got them in his lap, sitting on the front porch in a big old high back rocker, rocking backward and forward, backward and forward, and keeping you asleep in the lap of Satan. That's the scripture, my friend. Look it up. Look it up there. You're, you're, you're asleep in the lap of Satan, one, the old deceiver. And his spirit, demon spirits, uh, are leading the charge now, my friend, in this religious world that we are in today. So-called religious world. You know what religion is? It's a man's opinion. That's right. It's just man's opinion. That's right. It, religion is not hadn't got anything to do with salvation. Oh, we talk about our religious leaders. Well, yeah, they're religious leaders. They worship their own opinion. They put on their frock tail coats and their long uh, robes with the all colored stri- stringers around their neck and get on the TV and ex- expound the scriptures or either confound the scriptures. That's right. Brother Spurgeon said this young preacher got up and said, I just want to confound the scriptures to you tonight. Well, he said he didn't know what he said, but he did do a pretty good job of confounding the scriptures. Some of you folks are doing that out there this morning. You won't have God's word. You won't have God's message. You won't have the old trailblazer broadcast coming to you, bringing you, thus saith the Lord, day by day. That's what we're bringing you on these series of studies on Satan, the God of this world. This is the old trailblazer broadcast. I'm praying for you. Would you pray for me? Would you write me and tell me that you're listening? Remember, my mailing address is Radio Missions, Post Office Box. 1810 Walker, Louisiana 70785 This is Pastor Albert Pendarvis saying goodbye and God bless you until next time. The Radio Bible and Book Room is a nonprofit ministry of the First Baptist Church of Algiers in connection with Radio Missions. We offer over 1,500 titles of early Puritan, Baptist, and Reformed works, including commentaries, sermons, devotionals, gifts, children's products, and a variety of King James study Bibles in regular, large, and giant print. For an online catalog and information about the Radio Bible and Book Room, visit our website at radiomissions.org. 